0: there got a podcast episode request from ella and i will put her instagram handle in the show notes here it is ella underscore borg on instagram and you know what she was asking about is maintenance and you know that being harder than weight loss i guess the question is is maintenance maintaining your weight harder than losing your weight and this actually gives me an opportunity to let you know that I don't want you to view weight loss and maintenance as two separate things. And this is going to be different than you know what you're probably used to because what you think of with weight loss is, okay, I'm going to go through weight loss and then I'm going to be maintaining to where somehow things are going to change and they're going to get easier than they were through the weight loss process. What you need to do, seriously, like this, this is so important, is you need to really focus on building a plan that you can see yourself doing. Now you will make changes as time goes on for the rest of your life. Does that mean you have to follow a, 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 one of the mass marketed plans that tell you exactly what to do and how to do it? No. As, as a matter of fact, it would, you'd be much better off to build your own, and it's, it's quite simple. You actually look at the, the um, mass-marketed <coughs> plans, and you pick and choose the things that you like about that plan. You don't worry about the stuff that you don't. But then what you do is you figure out the type of stuff that you can eat on an almost daily basis. And then as time goes on, your preferences will change. So you'll swap some foods out, put some other ones in, but you're going to be eating this way for the rest of your life. So while you're losing weight, get used to eating this way, get used to exercising this way. And then you build the exercise plan the same way. You look at what's available to you. You know, do you have a gym membership? Do you have a neighborhood that you can walk Uh, that you you like walking through? Do you have a part of town that you like walking through? Do you have a setup to where you can work out at home? Do you have other classes offered close to work or uh, close to home? Or do you have a workout option at work? So you take all these things into consideration first. You look at what's available to you and you look at your preferences and you start there. But it's the same thing. You find something that you're going to be able to do consistently and do it really for the rest of your life and if any plan that you're following right now you're strictly doing because of weight loss you're not doing this as a long-term solution because you bought in to the BS that somehow maintenance is going to be different than weight loss let's stop that right now because that's not true that's not true because if, you, if maintenance looks different than, than weight loss you're going to put the weight back on Because it's not going to be this thing where, okay, you've reached the goal weight. You can go, you know, you you can eat the way that you used to eat and you can cut back on your workouts. You can do that a little bit. You know, if you're a calorie counter and say you lose weight tracking 2,300 calories a day, you might be able to bump it up to 2,500 calories a day. And then you kind of see like what happens with your weight over the next few months after that. You know, if you're working out five days a week right now, you might be able to cut it back to four, but these drastic changes that I think a lot of people think are going to happen once they make it to maintenance just aren't there. And I think the reason they, they think that way is that they've gotten so used to trying to lose weight. Let's be honest. Like if you're, if you're an adult that is in your thirties and you're trying to lose weight now, this is most likely not the first time that you've tried to lose weight and you are at a point now where you look at it and you're like, okay, maintenance is is sometime in the future. Uh, Things are going to be different then because I've taken the weight off and I'll be able to eat differently. I'll be able to relax a little bit. I'm suggesting that you relax a little bit now off of that rigid plan that's telling you what to do and how to do it. You build your own because I mean, Really, these diets, all of them, if you break them down to their core, all somebody has done is figured out what their preferred way of doing something is, or something that's different from what—that's slightly different from what somebody else is doing, and they're marketing it as their own. It's all diets are. It's like we were talking um, in the, the client group last night. We're talking about fasting and uh, it was brought up the one meal a day, which was funny. The acronym for the one meal a day, like I did not, I, I didn't know. I actually had to Google it in the middle of the group, which that's another thing. If you're a fitness professional, don't be scared when you don't know the answer to something right away. Um, you know, and, uh, in, in this case, if you're like me have such a comfort level with your clients that, you know, you can, you can pop open your other phone and, uh, do a quick Google search. Not that they weren't jumping all over it to help me out and let me know exactly what it was. So, guys, I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but you know, it was funny. Uh, my whole thought when I was looking at at fasting and the you know the, the tri- what what's really popular with the sixteen eight uh, protocol. So you know, fasting for sixteen hours, eating for eight, and then it was the one meal a day. So basically, you know, if if we looked at this and said, okay, we're going to restrict ourselves to only eating. um, Let's only eat eight hours out of the day. Somebody looked at that and said, you know what? That's not enough. That's not restrictive enough. I bet if we take it down to one meal, then, you know, we'll be able to lose weight a little bit faster because that's what diets are marketed on. It's kind of funny because... For weight loss, they're not, they they don't want to sell you. They'll say it's a lifestyle, but it's not really a lifestyle because the people going through the program have no intention of eating this way for the rest of their life. Not really. They might tell people that they're going to eat this way for the rest of their life. But if you're looking at weight loss and maintenance being two different things, then you're you're into this whole mode of somehow (coughs) maintenance is going to be different. So, is maintenance harder than weight loss? It could be if you're following a diet to lose weight. If you're building a plan right now that's based around your preferences, and you're working this to where you're burning off more of the uh, the calories that you're burning off more calories than you're taking in, then gradually over time you're going to lose weight. Your weight's going to take care of itself, and then you're you're just basically starting your. Your life or your maintenance mode now, so it doesn't have to be harder. And I urge anybody listening that is thinking about weight loss, the time that you're in weight loss versus the time that you're in maintenance, just start building your maintenance plan now and start following it, because you're going to have the results that you get are going to be long last, are, are going to be long lasting, hopefully lifelong lasting. If you're building something now that you're going to be able to follow for the rest of your life, because I'll tell you what, if you end up losing 30 pounds on the program that's built around your preferences, or it could be anything, any number, like it, it could be, you lose a hundred pounds on the ones built around your preferences. It could be 300 pounds, it could be 400 pounds. Maybe there's a diet that'll you know get you to drop a little bit more weight, but is it more important to lose more weight and gain some of it back? Is it more important to lose more weight initially and gain some of it back? Or is it more important to do something now that you can do for the rest of your life when it comes to eating and exercise and then have your weight get to where it wants to be? Your body's going to be where it wants to be anyway. Unless you're a physique competitor or you're really, really working to change your physical appearance, like alter things. Like not just be the fittest version of yourself. You're not doing the stuff that's, you know, 70, 80% of the effort to have life-changing, long-lasting results. You're trying to go that extra mile, and you're trying to really, really alter the appearance and not just be the the leaner, stronger, fitter version of of the body that you have. Um, You know, you're just, it's not... These these super restrictive plans and then switching to maintenance is not the way to go. Like, If it's not sustainable, what's the point in doing it unless you're a physique competitor? Unless you're competing and you're, there's going to be some compensation for doing it, why are you doing it? Why would you do something that's more restrictive that isn't something that you're going to be able to stick with for life? And see, here's the cool thing about putting this out on a podcast. You're listening to this right now. And you can ask yourself that question. You don't have, you know, all the people on Instagram that are within the community using the hashtag, saying, you got to do this, you got to do this. This is the way to do it. This is the way to do it. You know, normalizing whatever it is that they're doing to whatever extent they're doing it. This is you having an honest conversation with yourself of, you know what, do I honestly want that? Do I honestly want to lose that extra 10 to 15% of weight when my body naturally doesn't want to be there? Because I'll tell you what, if we all built plans and programs around our preferences and got to where our, our bodies wanted us to be versus trying to go to the extreme, we would be a lot stronger, a lot fitter, we'd be a lot happier... We would be where we would want to be, both in our head and with our body, and you wouldn't have to diet, and you wouldn't have to look at the difference between, you know, the time that you're wanting to lose weight and the time that you're maintaining. So again, I know a lot of, look, I spent the better part of 15 years dieting. I get it. Make sure my math is right. Mm, yeah, probably about 15 years. So I I get what this cycle is like. I get how comfortable it is to just kind of be like, I'm on plan, I'm off plan, I'm on plan. You know, being off plan because you schedule an off time and then you're gonna get back to it and try to drop the weight again. Like weight isn't the focus long term. It really shouldn't be. And I know I just told you, well wait, for you said for 15 years you were dieting, yeah, because I was focusing on this on the stuff that everybody focuses on within diet culture. Which just primes you to continue to diet and get you to throw money at stuff that's like not really teaching you anything. It's just like making empty promises. It's very easy to, to slip into that. All I'm telling you is there's another way of doing this. And in this particular instance, the best way of doing it is to go ahead and start building that maintenance plan now and follow. So let me know your thoughts. You can either DM me on Instagram, I'm at your level fitness, or you can email me. That is Daryl at your level That is D-A-R-Y-L at your level Thank you as always for listening, and I will talk to you again real soon.